Yeah, it's starting right now. You good to go? Let's go. Okay, so give me a perspective. <laughs> uh, perception is power. You know what? It is, brother. It is. It is. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, your life could be um, everything you want it to be, or it could be um, shit. It just depends on how you want to look at it. You know what I'm saying? Because you give value to everything in your life, whether it's that, that role that you want, <laughs> or whether it's that, you know what? I want that vacation. You know what I'm saying? It's all state of mind. It's you allowing yourself to feel whatever you want to feel because you're the one that makes that roly feel like a roly, but I'm sure you'll elaborate on all that, right? No. I want to hear your perspective. I want to hear your angles. I'm going to do a some chiming in, but I want to uh, hear uh, what other people got to say. Sure. Um, I could just tell you all a little bit about my perception, how it shifted over life, right? Um, There's one point in my life where I thought $20 an hour is a lot of money. And there's a point in my life where I thought $33 an hour is a lot of money. And it was like, yo, 100 grand is a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? But every time um, I saw that, I, I realized that um, it wasn't what I thought it would be. You know what I'm saying? You realize that's perception. You know what I'm saying? We perceive. Hmm? I, I like that. What you're saying is when you arrive to the destination, it wasn't what you thought it was. Yeah, and um, there's a lot of destinations like that I reached, you know what I'm saying? Like, whether it's the idea of this, um, you know, this, I'm going to be real honest and real vulnerable here, like multiple women. I thought it'd make me feel a certain way, um, you know, going on these, like, going to these clubs, these bars, these lounges, going to these parties, I thought it'd make me feel a certain way. But uh, at the end of it, truly, it was just a, it was an empty feeling because I hyped it up. I made it seem that it was going to be that. And the truth is you got that power at any point in your life to feel that way. It's just about you letting it in. And um, I'm doing that now. Man. I'm doing that every day. I start my day that way. I start my day pretty hype. And um, that's, mm -hmm. yeah, that's beautiful that you're putting this down, bro, because um, we're all chasing, right? We're all chasing each uh, something. And what you're saying is that you've done a lot of chasing and a lot of attaining. And throughout that uh, chasing and attaining, you, you got the same result, that empty void kind of feeling. Yeah. I mean, man, I see it right now. I see it with some of my buddies. They got they building big-ass houses all over. Like, I got friends big in, building mansions. And yet, you know what I'm saying? I see the I see what they're missing. I see I hear it in them. It's this lingering feeling. And it doesn't matter how big that house is. It doesn't matter how nice that Ferrari is. It doesn't matter how nice any of that is if you're not happy with yourself, if you don't give yourself that love. And um, <laughs> that's what I'm realizing. So uh, I just tend to give myself that love all the time. And whatever comes my way comes my way. And that's when I feel abundant is when I have that love. What you think, Zoe? Yeah, these numbers are infinite. Um, just like Bob Marley said, um, what, what do you call rich? And, um, he asked the interviewer, he's like, the interviewer's like, are you rich? He's like, what do you call rich? Numbers are infinite. That doesn't mean I do nothing for me. That's a number in my bank account. That's how I see it. So no, he's like right that. on it's that. Like, it's beautiful how you can bring that about as well. Because you're basically implying that this shit goes on forever. And wealth is a relative term that, like, I'm rich as fuck to the, to the third world country. <laughs> Look at it, man. 
I see it every day, right? I see it with like people I love. I see it with like, like I'll give you an example. I asked my mom, I'm like, hey, you know, she's like, oh, if I had this much money, I'm like, what would you do if you had that much money? Tell me what you would do. I'll, let's do it right now. Let's do it right now. She's like, I travel the world. I'm like, tell me where you want to go. I'll buy you that ticket right now. Well, you know, this, this, and that, this, this, and that, this, this, and that. You know what I'm saying? So we, we have this condition, you know what I'm saying? Perception on what it needs to be like. Not only do I need to travel the world, I also need 10 million in my account. I also need, you know what I'm saying? I need these other things that we make it feel like security. But the truth is we're always secure. That secure, you have it within yourself. You know what I'm saying? You are secure. Look within. And that's where all the security you need in this world is. And you say that, right? And uh, I'm pretty sure we all in this room recognize that position. Uh, what I'm implying here is that, um, let me see. Um, it sounds so cliche, that saying to me at the point in my life. One, one thing that I'm beginning to notice deeply is that what you're implying is 100% true. And uh, we're seeking security outside of us. So technically that that non uh that it, it it disables us as beings the fact that we lack security it it like undercuts our whole life experience i feel so like what i mean by that is that i've given thought to what security actually means to me and when i look yeah. at money i think well look this money can always be taken away and what does that mean about me in my life, like in like in my experience, that means that I'm gonna be fucked. Am I gonna be insecure? And I think to myself, nah. You see, I can't put my power there, cause that's just not consistent. Can I add? Um, that goes back to the whole rat race. We we only feel like um, what did you, you say, undercut or something? It undercuts you, yeah. Yeah, we only feel that way because somebody didn't put us in a position to see us ourselves as winners. Yeah. Low key, just because our parents are our parents, we don't know what the fuck is going on in their head. Like, <laughs> oh, my child is doing better than me. You know, that's real. That's real. Because, you know, they should have been. I put that in my daughter. Oh my God, I'm so proud of you. Oh my God, you're going to be the smartest third grader. I Constantly. I didn't really hear that, you guys. Mm, so um, growing up. Thing. Yeah, every the way I am, I'm opposite of who raised me. Literally, this personality, just everything about me is opposite. Let me ask you this though. Go ahead, Tab. I was gonna say, Zoe, um, the reason why you are the way you are is because you went through what you went through and you had to go through that. That's why you are a reflection of, you know, of them. And you're able to All possibilities. <laughs> yeah, and then you're able to um give your um your child, your daughter, right? Um more. Mm-hmm. You're about you're about to give her all of it. And you're going to make her a better version of you. And then she's going to take those tools and, you know, she's going to bring it on to the next generation. That's how it goes, right? We're, we are the, we are the, what I say, we are the answers to the prayers of our ancestors. Have you been the one? Yeah, but some, like, um, yeah, I was going to end it and saying sometimes they didn't even want us to get to where we should be at, but go ahead. That's, that's beautiful that you're implying that and that you even acknowledge that and that you're putting that on the table because that's just something that's deep because I feel the same way. 
Like that's some real nigga shit right there. And for for our family members to not reciprocate the energy that we're giving them, especially our parents, it hurts deeply. And anyways, but beyond that, I was gonna ask you, you know that character you became, um, out of curiosity, was any of it or is all of it made out of uh, like a counterweight for how you actually feel inside? Hold on, character. This is me. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not. That's what I'm asking right now. I'm asking it because, because what, what we say is me is simply layers of self. Yeah. Mm, no, I'm optimistic. That's naturally me. I've that's not what I mean. Versus. Okay, but what character? I just see it as literally me. I've dug myself. So, so out let me of let me, let me elaborate uh, to give you a personal experience. Mm-hmm. So me, as an individual, my whole life I was super loving. I just like fucking with everybody. I never had nothing against nobody. I just always did me. And I always loved people. Did my best to connect with each other. We all just that individual that was everywhere. But that kind of made, made me weak in this world, so to speak. And the, this world got darker and darker as I got older. And it never really left me that way of being. But what I did notice over the years looking back, is that I, would, I was altering my character to fit into certain spaces. And so I, when, I, when you say, oh, this is me, I relate to that too because that's what I relate to when I uh, remember who I actually was relative to who I became. Um, yeah, I had to, I refused. Like, um, I played the game just the bare minimum. You know, just to yeah. keep people around you to seem like you give a fuck, but low-key, you're just playing into it, and they they swear you give a fuck. But it's like, ha ha ha, bitch, you thought. <laughs> but then, the goodness in me is like, you don't mean that. But then I'm just like, yes, I do. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Man, um... I kind of relay to what King just shared as far as, you know, trying to fit in, man. You know what I'm saying? Always trying to fit a mold that people paint this picture of what you should be like or what society should be. Like, you know, whether I talk about my culture where they're like, oh, you need to be a doctor, a lawyer, or this and that to be successful. You know what I'm saying? Um, or whether it's, um, you know, the way your body is supposed to be when you watch TV, like you're supposed to look a certain way. You know what I'm saying? I didn't look like any of those guys on Saved by the fucking Bell. You know what I'm saying? They, huh. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want to look like any of them. But at some point I did. You know what I'm saying? Like, but then I realized, like, what the fuck am I doing? Huh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's just hilarious. You're trying to fit the perception. Yeah, like, that shit is power, baby. You guys, I've always been a lone wolf, though. I, I think that's what it is. Yeah, Leo's good at that shit. I'm like everybody gravitates towards me. It's not me like looking. That's what I realized in my life. Everybody's like, "Zoe, Zoe, come sit with us." Type shit. (laughs) Oh, I like that. I like that so much because that's a one. That's but understand. That's one level of perception. That's like the opposite of what I'm. I've experienced. I was always look. No, I wasn't. Yeah, I guess so. You could say that. But it was it wasn't in the looking like oh I need people, it was just my natural tendency to bring things together. 
but that became an insecurity because this world didn't uh, reciprocate that. And I had to learn to grow through that. It was mixed. Um, it, was a, it was a mixed bag for me because um, there was people that wanted me around and there's people that just, um, you know, you know what I'm When you're around, you can just feel it. Yeah, you yeah. feel that tensity. You yeah. feel like, yo, what happened? What happened? <laughs> I recognize that as well. hundred percent. I, uh, I forgot that part that, that much, but what I was implying is what I experienced more. Cause Zoe, the way she made it sound is like, she was the girl that people were like, Hey, Hey, come this way. Like they're pulling at her and her whole life. Yes. Just like, yeah. Yeah. That, 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 that was a, a oddity for me. You see what I'm saying? But it's not, it's, it's not, I don't know how to explain the shit, but the point is, I was is that, a little, yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was a little girl on the playground. All the boys were like run and chase. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this always light was always fucking lit. <laughs> this whole it started time. young. Yeah. Oh shit! This is beautiful, guys. It is what it is. Damn! I mean, shit. That is um. That's insane. You know what's crazy? I'm going through that now. I, I never went through that before, but um, yeah, I'm going through that Zoe period now. Yeah, but I knew. I'm like, wow! I could really take this in a different direction. Like the evil. Like it's not evil. It's magnetic. Magnetic, yeah, I could take it, but then I just felt not, um, didn't feel, feel genuine. Then I would not feel genuine, because then I'm like, I know the pull I have, so I've always stepped away from my pull. I just haven't channeled it correctly, but now I'm working on that. You know what? That is something that I just want to, like, um, circle back to is, like, perception, right? And um, being authentic. When you're authentic, your perception... It it just it's just right. You're aligned. I mean, I don't know how to. I'm putting these all together, but it's just once you let go of the illusions that you see around you, and once you like filter out all the stuff that is external, and you just make peace with everything internal, it's it's bliss. You know what I'm saying? It's just gratitude all around, and you're able to harness that energy, and then then you become that creator and manifester. In a hundred percent, love it. Yeah, but nobody, nobody helped. Like, what people got to realize, nobody's going to help you come out of that shit. Um, literally dug myself up. What did you say? <laughs> Hold on, it's busy. Let me get back. Y'all talk. You know what, to answer what Zoe was just saying, no one is going to, everyone can help you, but only you can do it yourself. Yeah, only yeah we all here, we can all, like, share, be mirrors for you and reflections of you. But you have to do the work. And that's where it's just, you know, when you say nobody can help yourself, no one's going to come and, like, change your life. But it's going to be you that actually, um, you know, makes the changes because you got the power. You're the creator of your own, um, you know, reality. Uh, uh, where I'm at, I 100% agree. And with the thing that I that's throwing me off, but I know it's coming into full circle, is that we all have skills. And, and vibrational sequences that are that are uh, relative to our own DNA and what we've accumulated in this life. And these things can be uh, imbued upon each other. This is when things are going to get juicy as shit, bro. When reality is really going to get not, uh, nice and um, in proper motion, like, is when everybody realizes that they can imbue each other's essence upon each other and receive each other. And so the more we perfect ourselves... 
that uh, image can the image is gonna end up pretty nice. I'm on that right now, brother. I'm on that. That's the path that I'm on right now. Is uh, yeah. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm feeling it every day, bro. You know the best part is like when you're like more in tune with yourself when you do the work with yourself. You feel you feel more. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, it's almost like. I'm out the computer now. Like I feel like I can feel the essence of a person when I talk to them. You know what I'm saying? The vibes, right? Yeah, this is true. You know what I'm saying? I love that. You can feel the vibes. And it's, and it's all love. That's the interesting part, right? Like you just understand that we all have a connection to each other and it's all divine, you know, but everyone has a work they need to do to, you know, unravel and get to that point. But we're all there for each other. You know what I'm saying? We are a collective, but there's always going to be, you know, healing that people need to do. And everyone's at different levels of that. And that's the, that's the tough part. You know, how do you, how do you, how do you show someone the truth? You know what I'm saying? They got to find it for themselves. I want, I want to drop a nug real quick, but go ahead, Zoe. No. Oh, I'm doing my child way different. I'm giving her, I'm letting her see actually adult situations and talking her through it. I'm doing my parenting different. You're an intelligent woman. Um, but beyond that, look, I'm doing the same thing. You know, I'm be honest. I'm putting my little ninjas on game. But um, with that being said, here goes. Uh, perception. Perception is power. So check this out. There's a state of a, uh, perception that I've deemed called non-conflict. And from this perception, you get the full... Uh, exposure of the experience at hand because you, there's always two sides to a coin when everything is going around and within yourself when you're always arguing if you're still arguing with yourself like on a mental level if you're still in conflict on some level then your, your reality is going to be that of, of conflict there's going to always be some form of conflict going on but when you uh, turn around and you learn to lack or let go of judgment, the 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 negative connotation aspect of judgment. When you then let that go, then you get lit because all your energy comes back to you, and that de develops a, the state of non-conflict. And that's how you get more. Pressure. No, I'm just gonna mention, um, y'all y'all should buy meditation. Hold on, sorry, the GPS is my in my ear. Y'all should buy um, meditation mat with the cushion i just bought it for me and my daughter and she's so excited like to go she's like oh sunday can we meditate together and do you know the singing bowl and i'm gonna put on like the the certain frequency of mu music and and all the mantras and all that we're gonna do that every sunday and she's excited about it so y'all should try that with your kids yeah meditation we're gonna take our mats sit out in the sun on the cushions and do the poses and Whatever meditation shit, I'm, we're going to, like, you know, research and do it. Look, uh, we, we, I was going to say, we can do a whole room on it. <laughs> we'll all join and do a meditation. Yeah, I'm saying because you guys are parents. Like, yeah. your kids might get excited. Like, they have their own mat and, like, oh, yay, we get to get centered and grounded. And she's, I slowly introduced it to her. Because in the mornings, I say, let's, let's meditate before you go to school. And um, what else do I usually do her? Um, and I would put on some music. Like, oh, do you want to hear rain sounds? Do you want to hear white noise? 
actually put music to her while she goes by. Like slowly introduced it, and then I bought the mask, and now she's excited. Yeah, I'm taking them to uh, to nature a little bit more now. I mean, I'm trying to integrate it, and um, I'm working on that. And I'm glad you shared that because um, I was actually thinking, like, what can I do? And um, that sounds like an awesome idea with the mats. And um, yeah, I can't wait. Now I'm excited. Jeez. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I mean, you have a whole <laughs> squad, Cairo. Oh, you should gang. definitely go buy them that. <laughs> I got a whole gang, 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 gang. We gonna we started. We, I'm gonna teach these niggas how to generate energy and shit. I like man. Okay, <laughs> so you love one more than the other. No, I'm just kidding. Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love these niggas the same. What was I gonna say? I'm gonna be like, look, little niggas. We gotta we gotta stop agreeing with all these other entities and then come into a cult like. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh shit! This is hilarious. That's that's beautiful. A lot of gratitude, man. Cause like, yo, man. Um, you know, I know the key to key to all the world's problem is actually, I believe, I believe it is um children. You know what I'm saying? I know I can heal myself, but you know what? More importantly, I can actually have um a beautiful offspring, which I already a beautiful child, which I already do. You know what I'm saying? I just know that they're born with so much light and so much knowledge, and the more um, I think the more babies in this world, the better it'll be. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> um, I don't know about that. More of anything, too much of anything is not good. It's quality, quality about, of life. About, what, are you talk, what are you talking about, woman? <laughs> it's quality of life. You can't just pop them out. If someone's going to be there to teach, I'm sure. But if not, then not. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. Like. To be honest, they're, they're gifts from Allah. Um, they have divine knowledge and they're here to teach us. And they have so much light for this world. And you're right, it is important to nourish them and give them that nourishment. And when I say there should be more of them, it's only because I'm saying that I know the more the merrier for me and the more the merrier for the people I believe in and more the merrier for the people I relate to and more the merrier for the people I believe. Yeah, I see that need healing, need humanity because these children be born, these indigo children are... Um, they're amazing. They are amazing. Yeah, this shit is this shit is beautiful, bro. I love kids, fucking right. But I want to be uh, what I'm looking to do is develop a space for. All right, I booted King out, and no, I'm just joking. King just got disconnected. Uh, <laughs> there he is. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, hello, Moonface. Which one? Are, which 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 one? Y'all kick, yeah. kick me out right here, bro. <laughs> I'm joking. Yo, Zoe, I love my meditation cushion. Like, I just got one too, and it actually helped me start yeah. meditating. It's like a cute on Amazon. Platform. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I need to. I need to. I need to bring it back right quick. So perception is. All these here are mine. Per oh, yeah, perception is power right like yo you know what, what i hear from all these people who have children one of the things they always say to me is like yo yeah i can't afford another one you know what i'm saying i can't afford another one but then i look back at my parents generation maybe maybe everyone else in here right um multiple siblings you know what i'm saying they made it work they made it happen with less than i have right now so who am i to say you know what i'm saying that's part of perception you know what i'm saying <laughs> It's part of that perception. Yeah. Like, oh, man, I can't afford one. I can't afford this. You know what? It's perception that, hey, I need to go on this. 
I need to go on this vacation. Everything's going slow. Yeah, 100%. I, I love that, it. I love that cushion. 100%, bro. Is this perception shit? Is everything? So wait, that's a, that's a cushion? Or just a cushion? Wait, you're in the Matrix. What was the first part of that? I thought that was my Wi-Fi. <laughs> oh, that's just a cushion. That's not the mat, right? No, I don't have a mat. I just have the cushion because it helps my alignment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I can hear you. Because I can sit up, you know. It's so hard to sit um, in, um, like, sitting, po- what's that called? Uh-huh. I don't know. Crisscross applesauce. <laughs> Crisscross applesauce. You know this is being recorded, right? <laughs> I was a teacher. <laughs> oh, shit, I love this. What's up, King? Yeah, I just mind on my PTR, you shit, Zoe. Who are you talking to, Moonface? Oh, I'm talking to you. Oh, what's up? What you doing? How are you doing? I just got home from work. There's like a tornado up in Colorado. Hey, I got a... <laughs> <laughs> All right, refresh, refresh. Mine is there. Okay. Ooh. Oh, I like it. Whoa. Okay. That was only $69.99. Yeah, for the cushion and the mat. Jeff Bezos, man. Jeff Bezos. <laughs> I scam Jeff Bezos. Sometimes I'm like, oops, it wasn't delivered. Give me another. Allegedly. Hey, look, uh, I don't, uh, what do you call it? Uh, <laughs> Perception <laughs> is power. Yo, we, uh, yo, Robin Hood over here. We got Robin Hood on stage right now, right? No, but um, yeah, back to Perception is power. What are we talking about? What is that to you guys? Ramal, I see you down there. <laughs> Come up, bro. Oh, shit. Shout so, out to the homies. Per, no, I'm just kidding. Back uh, to the topic. Per- perception is power. <laughs> Let's run it. So, look, go ahead, Ramal. Give me a perspective of uh, the title. Oh, man. Perception is power, I guess. For example, a perception, uh, gratitude. Gratitude is a perception. I mentioned this before. Um, and gratitude is perception, and I uh, I was grateful enough to be out here deployed. You know what I'm saying? I asked to stay another six months because the cash was coming in, and life was good. But everyone around me, everyone around me, did not, wouldn't, could not understand how I could stay another six months in this deployed location and possibly do this. And I told them. I don't think y'all understand how many brothers in my situation would kill to be to be where I'm at. Food paid for, uh, shower, bed. I'm I'm making an extra two thousand dollars a month, and all I gotta worry about is uh, uh, somebody catching an attitude with me. So that's that's my perception. That's that's my gratitude, and and you know that compared to not having to play. I can't play Xbox. I can't go out and drink. I can't go out and basically you know have my luxuries. That's what I'm missing out on, um, you know, from my perception. Uh, I'm able to do what I need to do uh, to get to to accomplish my goals. So, uh, yeah, that, that, that gave me power. Are those luxuries for you, though, brother? Like when you were talking about, like, you know, going out, bar, whatever, um, drinking, whatever, Xbox, is that is that luxury for you? Uh, yeah, so going out drinking movies <laughs> yeah, yeah. xbox yeah that's a luxury it's interesting i've had a p i have a ps4 in my place and i always have time to hop on it i have not 
But there's a point where every, you know, every time there's a new Assassin's Creed, a new God of War, a new, like, new, like, I was, you know, I used to get the books. I used to get the books that tell you on how to walk through, like, the games and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how, how much I was into it. But yeah, I'm seeing it. Oh, that's cool as shit, though. I love looking at things that people normally don't consider um, uh, a luxury or a liberty as such. Because then it's like, oh, like basically becoming a minimal, a minimalist, becoming a minimalist and like not needing a whole lot gives you so much power to be able to just work with the bare minimum and ha- find peace and happiness with, with that. And people look at you like an alien when you do. That is dope. So that means you can apply yourself. You're more present. And when you get something or you have something, you your heart's into it. And it's like a more conscious decision, right? 100%. I love to watch Hoarders and Spring Clean. When I need motivation, I watch that. What did you just say? Hoarders. That's like my go-to <laughs> when I need to clean up the show. Oh, I love some Gertrude TV for the like numbing effect. <laughs> yeah, Dude, I'm like, wow, my life is not as bad. Horror shows. I don't know if you guys ever saw any of that shit, yeah. but man, it it just sucks you in, and you just you lost in that. At least I got lost in that. Oh yeah, my emotions are like, oh my god, I can't believe she did this. This guy finds a pot of gold in that thing, and he treats his wife better. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Yo, the worst, yo, yeah, yo, that's why I can't, I can't. But that's what I was talking about, you guys. People bury themselves in their bullshit and some never hop out of the fucking pile. It's like you have your head underwater. That's fucking crazy, bro, I know. That's so so crazy. But what I think is that the more we vibrate, that we can, like, stop purifying their shit as well. Uh, ah, yeah, that's what that is, girl. Back up. <laughs> back up, back up. That perception part, just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right now, I'm trying to do some stuff on the side, maybe with, like, acting or, like, this shit. And I'm thinking about it, like, would I sell out and do something that I don't feel morally is right, but, yo, they'll pay me a number. And it's like, yo, I realize, like, my heart, anything I do from now, my heart got to be in Listen, listen, listen. If you got the plug for the sci-fi network, let me know. Yeah. Let's, let's both get in a sci-fi right? movie, okay? I'll, I'll, I'll send it in your way. <laughs> oh, God. That's hilarious. Like, I, I would die happy if I got in a sci-fi flick. <laughs> so, uh, Tev, earlier you were talking about how you've attained a lot of these things, right? In these saying, like, um, you know, looking back, look, I'm saying over the course of whatever, 15 years, right? There's a point where I thought $10 an hour was a lot of money. $50 an hour was a lot of money. $20 an hour was a lot of money. And then it's like 33 then it was 50 then it was 60 then it was 100 And it's like, yo, at the end of it, I'm like, yo, man, I feel like I'm actually, I'm priceless. I realized that I'm like always working for somebody. Like, And it, it when you realize your value and like these people are putting a number on you, that's when, like, I feel like it changes the game. That's when you get your freedom back. Cause, like, I don't want to work for the man anymore. I don't want to be in the system. And I'm, I'm dealing with that every day. I'm dealing with, I work in something that the more I think about it, 
I don't even believe in it, but I'm still showing up and I'm showing up for the people I work with, but there's a disconnect now and, I, and I'm moving towards getting out of that, um, working for the man type of shit. Like that's where I'm at right now in my life. And I know everyone has different battles. You know, I would never tell anyone not to go through what they're going through, but, um, my, my soul doesn't align with what I'm doing. So I, I'm just trying to adjust that now. I mean, crypto. you know what I heard, I heard about crypto actually, um, you know, like, um, one of these other brothers broke it down about crypto is gonna, no, Ramal brought the, the, the positives of it, but I think it was divine that brought up the negatives of it, about it putting us more in that 5g system. And, um, it's going to be quick wins and what they're going to do is, I mean, I don't want, I don't know if we should take the conversation there, but perception. Sure. Um, basically, um, what, what divine brought up was, uh, they're moving all of our money. It's eventually going to go over to electronic. It's going to be currency is going to be like all crypto. And then that's why this 5g, 4g Wi-Fi all comes into play. And right now we know that there are people who are moving more away from, um, cities, they're moving more towards lands. And this is, this is also looks into the vaccine community and the not, you know, the, the unvaxxed, you know what I'm saying? So the vaxxed people are staying in the cities. They're just going along with it. And, you know, they're, they're, you know, being kind of like hooked up to these systems. And then you have these um, other people who are moving the other way and they don't want to be involved in it. And they're kind of like growing off the land and they, they're, everyone's like, there's a huge movement about just making sure that you can feed yourself and you're not relying on anybody else, which I think you know, we all should do, but um, it ain't, it ain't simple, especially for someone like who grew up in the city. Like me, you know, I'm a city guy, right? I'm just used to it. I, I don't know what it's like to, I'm going to find out this weekend. I'm going on a trip. I'm going to go camping for the first time in my life. But in general, I'm a city guy. Like, I don't know how to survive on that shit, but um, <laughs> that's that movement. And they're trying to get people, you know, I didn't know crypto eventually will be the currency of these cities they're building. that are going to be self-sustaining. So they're going to have these self-sustaining cities, which are already building. Um, Saudi Arabia is a prime example. And what they're going to do is you don't have to pay anything to live there. They're actually going to give you food, water, shelter, and everything. But at some point, it's going to co start costing you. And then what you're going to notice is they're going to build these cities really high up. So, like, you're going to know, like, the homeless people, the low, the, the, the I want to say the, the people who aren't well-to-do will be on the lower levels. And the people who are well-to-do will be on the higher levels. Like yes, yeah, that's in the movies, right? They made movies just like that. There's a demon in the room. <laughs> yeah, what the hell was that? Saudi Arabia has a city. Oh, shit. But, no, but look, check this out. I want to bring this back. I want to bring this back. Um, so perception is power. Let me see. Okay, so that's why becoming a minimalist is actually key to our survival or our, our thrival, so to speak. So... All the while, all this shit is happening, there's a, another language, which is another currency that's uh, going on behind everybody's backs. No one's aware of it. And that's called the universal language. Language. And so what's happening there is that basically the universal language is your the level of your ability to will your uh, thoughts into your existence. Oh, my nigga. Ba so basically... The universal language is your uh, level of will, your inner will outweighing your outer will and your outer experience. So if your outer experience is weighing in on you, then you don't have a lot of universal currency. But if your uh, 
if you're influencing the environment around you, that can be strengthened and developed and brought into a higher state of integrity. And that's what's going to outlast everything, all currencies, because at the end of the day, that means that you're a good person. And that's what people want to be around. They don't give a fuck about your money. <laughs> yeah, man, what is money, right? I'm just saying, um, like, we believe it gives us. No, but that's that. That's real. Is what I'm saying is that um, the, we can we, we say what is money, right? But that shit got us hooked in. Yeah, we We're we live in, so we can't really in a ton that. of illusions, brother. Like you know what I'm saying? Like the, the ton of things that we agree to every single day. Right, so, that if we know, yeah, go ahead. I think we would just snap out of it and just break out of it, right? But it ain't that simple, right? I I, I I've only know of some levels that I see it at, right? I only know some things I've agreed to. And, um, you know, I've got my sovereignty back in a lot of ways and um, I am working to get out of it because it's it ain't for me. I don't believe in it. Um, and it's it's a constant battle now for me. There was a point where I was gullible, where I was that whole like, yo, 30 years here. Oh, man, yo, my 60 shit. I'm going to go do this and that. Fuck that, bro. You can do it every day. You can do it any day. You can do it all day. So bring, bringing this back around to why perception is power. It's because we lit, nigga. <laughs> oh, shit. No, yo, come here. Perception is power, right? Like, yo, like, I'm just going to give you an example. Um, There's a point. I was living in this building in, in New Jersey. And there was, like, people on Love, Love and Hip Hop that lived in my building. My neighbor was on that show. Um, there was a baseball player in my building who lived there. You know what I'm saying? I was just fucking living there. And, you know, I'm looking back now, they show these people on TV, like they're living some like amazing life. And it's like perception, like what people believe is a great life. And here I am, I'm just living my life. And like, it's like high five for them. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they portray like as like this ultra luxury. It was not luxury. There was nothing luxury about it. You know what I'm saying? It was just a regular spot, but it was all perception. You know what I'm saying? And then like what people believe to be popping what these parties were like, they were just basically soulless events, just like pictures. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like I remember one time I went to go barbecue some chicken and all these strippers showed up. You know what I'm saying? And it was just like, I'm like over here trying to just, yeah, man, just, I couldn't. And it's like, you know, there's cameras. So it's like, what do you do? Like, I'm, I'm not a part of this. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga said there's cameras. <laughs> yo, like, yo, this funny thing is like, there's a Korean family just sitting there. <laughs> look like we're in the middle of this rap video. And I'm just like, damn. But anyway, I don't know how I got in that perception. The perception was just that, you know, what we believe to be success, it's really an individual thing, right? I thought it was a number. I realized it's not a number for me. It ain't, it ain't 5 million, 10 million, 100 million, because, yo, that shit shifted throughout my whole life. What success is for me just, to be in a place where I feel secure with myself. And I do that throughout the day. And I, I'm grateful for where I'm at. A lot of gratitude. Chaz, I want you to come up here and share your wisdom, my guy. Run it back, Chaz. You'd like to come up. Hi. What's your perspective of the title, bro? 
Peace, peace. Much love to the brothers and sisters in the building. King Tayeb, King, Zoe, Moon, up, Ramal, bro? Wendy. Hello. Yo. Yeah, I'm just letting the uh, the title marinate with me. Um, I'll be able to add a bit. I'm just, uh, really, just honing in these words here, and just really, just really letting them soak in. But I'll be adding in a bit. You can really win any situation in life if you have the ability to like change your perception to to how you see fit. Like that that's that's how I see it. I mean, oh, yeah. I agree. Wisdom, knowledge. <laughs> Keep going. You want to come up? Yeah. Like you can be in the worst situation. You can be in the absolute worst situation, and just say, you know what? Like this doesn't, you know, this doesn't find, this doesn't define me, or this will be the building blocks. Um, I'm not sure if any of y'all heard of uh, David Goggins. Yeah, I've heard of him. David Goggins, man. If there's anyone now, David Goggins takes. Zero, zero spiritual point, zero spiritual uh, approach, right? But does his, but man, the, has his perception changed my, um, it changed the limit of where I thought I could perceive the world around me. Um, if y'all haven't heard of him, look him up. If you want to talk about extreme, like the extreme ends of the human mind when it comes to when it comes to the ability to have self-awareness and, and drive, like because of David Goggins, I stopped listening to music. I stopped listening to anything when I work out because I just, I, I figured out exercise challenge is always me versus me. It's not me versus anybody else. And the, the music became, instead of the music, it turned into the thoughts in my own head. That, that was my music. So that type of like mind change where you you drive yourself. Um, so it was, it was man like just just to just to direct the credit as far as you know how my perception has changed recently. David Goggins was a was a mind opener. Um, King Kairos, what you were saying earlier about like the non conflict approach, um, Ramal that that like concept of the non-spiritual approach reminded me of that and um i read this book called creative stress and i was just like wow there's so many ways to approach this and and like i love hearing people's like the the literature or the the moment that kind of shifted their perspective you know it's like such a quick download and then everything moving forward is is different and i'm saddened by how many um people are on the journey and are struggling to like get rid of the fear that their perception will change. So hey, I like the non-conflict approach. Yeah. I used to conflict with everyone. I was like fighting everyone. And now it takes a lot to make me react. I mean, honestly, hey, there's a, hmm? there's a reason why I, I entered into a state of non-conflict. Uh, over time, I began to realize that. Let me see. I can put this. Mm. I I be, I needed to hold myself accountable at all levels, and so what that meant for me is basically, anytime I put the blame of my uh, emotional state onto another individual, as I consciously became aware of these things, I would uh, eradicate them from my experience, and take my power back. 
and that would allow me to enter my actual creatorship. So if you're a victim, you're not a creator. Mm-hmm. If you're a creator, you're not a victim. Mm-hmm. And so you have to actually turn the wheel. What's up, I love? I love that. It's like we are given a gift if we have a reaction, like a physiological reaction. It's an opportunity for us to use that person's energy to look within ourselves. And um, yeah, I really love how you put that. I love. You know he's on the phone, right? <laughs> okay, so, perception uh, though um yeah something i wanted to share right um like about a couple of years ago i got this job right and this job that everyone i was working with had their degrees and i didn't have my degrees and everyone that was around me had like advanced degrees and all this shit man i had this type of job for like the last i don't know eight years of my life and like you know not having a degree was like the biggest thing like it was always stressing me out like to the point i'm enrolled in college right now the other week, I just feel like, yo, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I have everything I need. They didn't hire me because of a degree or no degree. They hired me because of me. And at the end of the day, education is bullshit. Like, college education is bullshit. Like, that whole system is fucking shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I know I, everyone over here is probably aware of it, but like, yo, I spent so much time. I, I look, I traveled overseas. I went to Egypt. I went to the Caribbean. I lived all over the world trying to get some education done. <laughs> I realized right now, I'm like, yo, the only thing I got from all that was like, um, amazing experiences. I met amazing people wherever I went. Uh, and I feel much gratitude that I got brothers all over this world and sisters all over this world that, um, opened their doors to me and were there for me in dark times. And, um, yo, I will never, ever stress college education because shit is bullshit. I just want to share that perception now. I wanted to go simply for the experience. Chose not to, but anyways, moving forward in the proper motion. I was excited, though. Yeah, Uh, education, I just want to add. I was excited, though, that I passed. Like, actually, like, I was the only person that, that passed the test to get certified in what I went to for medical. Wow. That was that's dope. Way to go. Um, School is hard. <laughs> yeah, School surgical. Is hard. It's, I was a surgical technologist for plastic surgeon. What? So, yeah. Oh, shit. Check you out. I knew she was smart already, duh. <laughs> I just oh, played them. <laughs> right. <laughs> Playing dumb gets you oh, far in the right crowd. Fuck that. I can't do it, you guys. Alright, Chaz, you got anything coming for us? Yeah. Yeah, so my signal's a little bit delayed, but um I really hope this transmission comes through. Um so when I look at the word perception, right? And I'm just going to keep this brief because I feel like y'all can kind of like help build on this. But when I look at perception, I could I could see the word if I flip the the E and the R, I, I flip those um, around. I could see reception. So I could see reception and the word perception. So I think in order to have perception, you have to be able to be receptive to have that reception. How do y'all feel about that? Like you're a wordsmith. <laughs> I like it. And they got turned it out. I like that a lot. 
flip receiving mode on all of us. Now we all receiving all of a sudden. Ooh. Go ahead, elaborate. Keep going. Cause, cause like, okay, so like when we think of reception, right? Like, um, signal, sign, reception, receptive. Are you receptive? Are you able to see the signs, the signal? Um, so, and all words point to the truth, right? Like all words are like pointing to the signs, so to speak, to the reception. So if you're receptive, you're able to have a perception um, to be able to observe. And and from perception, I feel like from perception comes perspective. But to keep it simple, perception is just your ability to to look, to to observe, to have just a clear concise view of the world and your surroundings and what's going on and where this is powerful is that it can actually be used in a way where you're able to navigate this reality to where you're 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 not only one with your environment but you're one with yourself your body you're connected with your your brain your heart your gut so if you're acknowledging and observing everything around you and you could perceive it as it is, then you're going to be even much more of a great learner in the aspect that you're able to go within yourself as well and and really acknowledge like what's going on within your body, you know, in regards to being healthy. Uh, are you working out? Um, you know, things that come up, these signs that come up, whether they're positive signs or quote unquote negative signs to do with your body or your environment, you're going to be more in tune because you're going to see the signal or you're going to feel the signal, or you're going to hear the signal. You're going to be receptive to what is being perceived. So you'll be able to respond accordingly to, to uh, or with your perception, you'll be able to respond accordingly. Is anybody can and yeah, we're still in this room, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. just <laughs> thinking about that. <laughs> we're all in reception mode. Yeah. Reception mode. Hello, yeah. Hello. Right now, I would say I'm in the, uh, I'm in the, what do you call it, test, trial, self, self-experimentation of my perception changing through, through experience. Um, and few, a few times it changes because I sit, I sit in my mind and I ponder. A few times my perception changes like that. But for the most part, it changes with experience. But the, the, if you, I feel like for me personally, if I want my perception to grow consistently, I have to put myself in new and maybe uncomfortable experiences or, um, you know, do, do things I haven't done before to get what you never gotten type of thing. So one thing 
one one experience I did last year that I never did before was and I probably y'all probably heard this before was uh semen retention and um celibacy for like I did it for 45 days and I, then I did it for 77 days and you I can always no actually yeah I never really cared to I never really cared to like reevaluate how I how I viewed sex like I didn't know that there was anything misguided about it but until I did that until I did that experiment on myself my perception of sex of women of semen of life like everything changed because sex is behind so much of everything that we do once I actually uh, found a level of discipline and involved with it that I had never cared to explore before oh man like at one point I kid you not I'm not I don't feel that way now but I know eventually I will as I get back to that point at one point during semen retention I honestly did not even want to have another hookup in my life because <laughs> because I was so I was so in you know interested in in the energy I was saving and cultivating I felt it like in my I felt it within me it was building and I was using it to be creative I was using it to influence and to communicate like even better than I was doing before I was like man why would I want to just waste this on a pretty face? Like that's, that's all it was before. That's, it was just the, the body before it was the flesh before. Like when I want to exchange this energy, with that's another the shallowness day. of you before. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And I'm not going to lie. Like I'm not at that point now just because I've, I've lowered my vibration since then. But once I once I experienced that, there's no there's no looking back. There's no that that's in my memory. You know, that's in, that's that's embedded that's in my embedded. memory now. So now so now if it's not high vibrational sex, if it's not like a sacred energy exchange, like deep, deep, meaningful sex, then it's low vibration and my body, my mind says, You you know this is pretty much a complete waste of your time a complete waste of your energy and doesn't serve you whatsoever like can I ask a question good. yeah um is that okay when you say that is that strictly for your one partner for the rest of your life or is it every sexual partner just for the fuck of it you have to have a deep connection just to fuck them so here's the messed up part me okay here, here's where i'm at I don't know if I could ever have sex again with someone that I don't have a deep connection with and not feel bad about it afterward. Every time I'm going to feel like it was, it was flat, it was low vibrational. If I don't have a deep connection with them, then I don't know any other way. of. But that's that outside of monogamy, right? Are you with them or is that outside of monogamy? Like label, like no the label of the right? relationship. Um, that's why I, I want him to answer. I want to hear his answer. Okay, so realistically, it would be within monogamy, realistically, but it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. Ideally, like ideally, I would want it to be within monogamy because if I'm serious about her, I'm going to make her my girlfriend. I'm going to I'm going to know short. I'm going to know very I'm going to know within two, you know, a month to two months time if I want to be with her. So 
I don't. I'm not banking on this happening outside. So of you're gonna stay. Okay. So once you get that connection, God blesses you with it. That's it. You're you're just off limits, and you're you're ready, and you're set to go with that one person. You're ready for that. Am I ready right now? I don't think I'm. I don't. I I don't think I'm ready right at this moment. But at the same time, if I felt like the love, but that's your goal, right? Isn't that your goal? That's what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. So that's how you're going to live out the rest of your life, correct? Which is what exactly? That's your goal. (laughs) Exactly. I'm trying to make him see what he's saying. It's to make sure it's true. What I'm saying is. What I'm saying is I have a – my perception of sex before was I found validation in having meaningless sex. I don't have that validation. That validation is gone. Yeah. It's now – it's like it's I feel that. I can relate to that experience. No, but so putting back – So now, yeah. Putting back into both of these aspects, was always implying what you're implying? Because uh, I've been where you're at, Ramal, and I, in a sense, kind of like barely bleeding out of that experience. What I recognize now is that these deep, intimate relationships, if you're an, an individual of integrity, you're going to meet individuals of integrity. So there's no there's no smoke in between the mirrors. So you don't need time to get to know each other. So that every relationship past that point is going to be what you're looking for, sacred. Because integrity implies one is sacred, one respects oneself. So what you are to yourself, you give to others. So if you got an individual reciprocating your energy, it can happen that same night. You see what I'm saying? And then still, boom, you got a long-lasting relationship because you can't lose uh, access to beings like that. They are they reciprocate. That's the whole point. I like that. I like that. Like, if the attention is pure from the beginning, is what you're saying. Yeah. It's, it's I, I think true. y'all missed my point, though. I said, yeah. how yeah. is he transforming that um, want, right, though? He did all that work. Yeah, that's great. So you're you're gonna stick to the one person. I just that's all I wanted. No, to No, I just answer. I just answered the question because he's gonna get to a point where he recognizes what I've recognized. Not to say you haven't, and and at that point you're like, oh shit, I can, because uh, everything is about sex. If we really get down on it, everybody we're having all having an orgy right now. It's just a not very intimate one. With that being said, um, in- intimacy can be developed, and that could develop what he's talking about. All right. The reason why there's smoke, there's smoke and mirrors between each other, and those that smoke is what is the why y'all think y'all don't know each other because y'all lack integrity. When you develop integrity, that smoke clears up, and so when you meet other individuals, you see them for who they are, and so when you meet under other individuals that are integral, at least to the degree that you're pushing out, you get something that we call reciprocity, and at that level. You don't need time. You're, 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 everything is already it, what it is. <laughs> I think that's but then also, I think, she, I think she just wants to know. What'd you say, Zoe? No, I'm laughing because somebody else in this room thinks you need time. But I'm not going to point them out. But go ahead. <laughs> And that comes to, to due to a uh, lack of integrity on some shit. That's the way I see it. Not to say, uh, oh it, yeah, not to say, not to say that that's what it is. But that's that's what I imply it to be because that's the only thing it could be for me. 
if I was off, uh, if, if there was smoke in between my mirrors. Yeah, we all go through those periods with the, was it with the succubus? Is that, Ramal, what you would refer to? Like those, you know, those old experiences that you had that you no longer want, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, I think we all can reflect to that, you know, being men, you know, there's a point in our lives where we, uh, it feeds our, we believe it's feeding our egos is make us feel better about ourselves and make us feel valid, makes us feel loved. Um, you know, but that's, uh, that's a lesson I think we, most of us go through, at least. At least I went through. Yeah, I can run with that, too. Go ahead, Ramal. Oh. I was going to say, so you're saying initially, wait, so the time difference thing, the, the time difference between knowing right off the bat if that's the person um, that you want to spend the rest of your life with, like, what, what were you saying, Zoe, is the the difference between knowing immediately versus needing time. No, I'm saying all that um, refrain that you did with how you view sex and how you handle sex. Yeah, I understand. Like, we all could do that, but then, like, what's the aim? What's the angle? Are you just going to, you know, are you going, what route are you taking it? That's great and all, but, like, okay, what? I feel like what I heard, and correct me if I'm wrong, Ramal, and if I'm misunderstanding you, Zoe, is, like, it's more about, it's not like anything like, oh, I wish I didn't have sex with that person. It's like, I don't feel authentic in that. Is that? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't feel authentic in, like, if right now, because because of that experience, right? Because of the retention and being in a headspace where sex didn't take up most of my mind. Now, like, I just, you know, I was deployed and I started hooking up with this girl here. Initially, Initially, I didn't want to. I wanted to get to know her, you know, take a, take a few months, right? But we, we ended up hooking up. I caved in. Like, I, I caved in. I said, you know, forget it. Let's start having sex. And what happened was we started have, having sex, like, frequently, often, often, like, all the time. And it became more about the sex for me, like, my mind, because of the frequency at which we were having sex without, without thinking about anything else. I couldn't I – couldn't, um, cultivate any other aspect of knowing her because every time we would see her outside of our schedule, it would just be sex, right? And I know what the opposite of that was and where I view women where there was no sex involved and I would have extended conversations with them. I would get to know other aspects with them because I was on semen retention and sex was just completely off the table. So I think the in-between is a balance where I'm not sex is not sex is not only not the goal, but understanding them on a deeper level and establishing that connection, establishing that bond and know like and knowing them, trusting them, being comfortable with them becomes important first. And then the, the sex can come afterward. That's just me personally. I don't think it's a black and white answer to how I go about it. I think because I came from a um I came from a not, I'm not going to say twisted, but um, like I said, I found validation in sleeping with women. So that so that's an irresponsible way to view sex. So, so because, because I came from an irresponsible way and teaching myself responsibility, things like semen retention helped because it opened my mind to, oh, it's not all about just chasing girls. Mm-hmm. I didn't know, like, I didn't know that. No man, no, my dad, no brother around me taught me that. I had to teach myself that. I felt like eventually in my 30s, I would want to settle down because I would just get older. But I didn't realize what mental process would actually put me through that. 
semen retention is one of those mental processes that taught me, yo, you will literally have the energy to, to get more out of life if you don't focus so much on sex. So for me, it was kind of like a baby step mentally or yeah, a, a step in the right direction. For many levels, that's true because if you think about it, once you vow to not have sex for however many days, uh, inevitably you're going to even stop thinking about sex or giving your attention to sexual thoughts. And all those thoughts, and <laughs> that's a lot of energy that's going to come back to you. That makes a lot of sense. That's like years, years back to your life, man. If you can like shift that focus, and it's been, it's been magical. I honestly, I relate with that, Ramal. Like, um, I think the past, as I look back and reflect, um, the past couple of, um, past couple of months, it hasn't been my focus. Like, I mean, lately there's been a little bit of temptation here and there, but yeah, I've been able to focus on so much more. I've made so much progress in, um, in my life overall by not focusing on it. Can we get real, though? It's hard giving up that one good hoe. <laughs> once you once you put that wall, once you put that wall between you and her, like once you actually like step back and just reevaluate, it's quite simple. Because like, yo, you realize like male and female, but like, yeah, you realize yeah. yo, it don't matter how great it is because it, it leaves you feeling empty. Like uh, Ramal was ha- Ramal was highlighting, you know, after it, you feel empty. If there ain't that connection there, you know. Pulling, pulling that. But that's a perspective, though, because I yeah. look at it like a, cu- a cup of coffee. Like, thank you for that good fuck. I'm about to go about my day. And <laughs> see, that's where your perception is. Like, it's that yeah. you two truths can be two truths can be true at this at the same time, right? Like that. Like, that whoa, girl, that was some good dick. All right, back to work. <laughs> Right, like that's not, and there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing. My truth can be my truth, while your truth being your truth at the same time. And there, not, there doesn't have to be one truth between us, like, like, or there, there doesn't have to be one truth yes. we agree to. Hey, this was a beautiful full circle, bro. I appreciate you for bringing that around. <laughs> oh yeah, most definitely. It was hard, y'all, leaving my good hoe. Like. Yeah. Oh, my. I feel you, Zoe. Okay, I'll add this too. Not only did I go through all of that, but I, I don't know because I, I haven't been in a relationship in four in four years, right? I've had two girlfriends, one at the age of 21 for like three months and then 18 for 10 months. So I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that the girl that I met out here and we've been hooking up for the last six months, I'm pretty sure we made love. So that's what messed me up more <laughs> because I'm, I think that's what it felt like. Like, I don't, there's no, there's no, you know, black and white definition, but I'm pretty sure that's what it felt like. But I think in terms of compatibility, in terms of compatibility, like I cared about her a lot, but I didn't think we would be together. I don't think we would, we would have been a good fit together long-term. So it messed me up even more where I was like, damn, I actually think I made love. Like it, well, it That's was, okay, it, though. Your body just love. wanted more. Yeah, yeah. That, that, your That's head and your body was like, yeah. I've been I there. If you really loved them, you would, like, if you really love someone and you're having, and you guys are just having sex, as a man, wouldn't from a man, man from a male perspective, like, wouldn't you want to be with her if you if you all were making love and you. If you all were making love, love or did it just be really great love? You see what I'm saying? What did you say, Kyra? 
I want to make love to everybody. Like, everybody I want that. Oh, Lord. <laughs> no, look. I'm be so real about it. Think about it. That's the whole point. Like, I'm about to, I'm about to give it to whoever wants it. But, but that's in the proper emotion. Ma- I'm not going to be fucking everybody. But I'm going to be intimate with everything that I, every experience that I go through. I'm, I'm, this is my whole goal in life is to develop a deeper level of intimacy with my experience. So that means everything. I feel Yeah, that. but you haven't even had a three. Have you had a threesome in real life? A threesome? Yes. No, I haven't, but I'm going to. Exactly. <laughs> What's your point? Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to uh, have a, a, I'm a very knowledgeable about this group shit and like, yeah, fucking each other and all that. Um, but you you talk about it like you're living it, but you're not living it. No, can I add, I'm not, can I add something that I'm living it, but I actually am living it. Wait a second. Yeah, yeah a second. go ahead, Taib. Wait a second. I am living this because this is where I'm moving. The mo- I can recognize positions, so I can recognize what's coming into my experience, and I, and it doesn't bring me no fear. It brings me enjoyment. Go yeah, ahead. there's nothing to fear, you guys. That's why I said like I enjoy the 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 bomb whatever of. It don't matter if, uh, how long yeah, I know. So I'm going to uh, bring it just full circle for a sec. So um, it's the perception, right? Yeah. Um, King, what you're referring to when you're talking about intimacy, right? I think you're talking about love, right? There's a difference between sex and love. And then Ramal is giving – yeah, go ahead. No, no, uh, yeah. When I, I, hell yeah, I'm talking about love. But I'm talking about like – you know, you know what kind of sexual energy is vibrating at that state of existence? Like everything is fucking uh, sensitive, and but at the same time, like Ramal said, you have a high level to get there. You must have a high level of uh, uh, fucking discipline. That's the only way to get there. And so, by by at a certain point, you develop something called standards and integrity. And so you're not just out when you have sex. It's a it's a royal thing. Yeah, going so on. I, I wanted to highlight the difference. No, it's a power play. I want to highlight the difference, though. Just because we talk about love and just sex and intimacy, right? Like, I just want to highlight there's active sex, right? When you have a connection, it's depth, it's love. Yeah. Um, King, when you're talking about, you know, making love to everybody, you're talking about making love. You're saying have intimacy and share a connection and chemistry. You're not saying literally, like, you're trying to hook up with everyone, right? Okay, so let me pull back. Watch this. I got brothers and sisters, right? All right, so when I'm making love to them, uh, that natural recognition of position. So these the, the, the way the variables play out, the way the love plays out is to the highest, utmost degree that those variables can attain. And a brotherly, sisterly love is more is way deeper than anything. So, But what I'm saying is that I'm not going to fuck my brother and sister. And so there's going to be people in this world that I'm not going to fuck. But I'm going to... Uh, I'm, the door is always going to be open to everything. Like there's not, there's no judgment on nothing past this point. But you know better. It's kind of vibe. You know what I mean? You're not just m- making offset moves. I like the way you move, Zoe. There's nothing wrong with it. I love it. Oh, thank you. I, I, I give away. I definitely see where King's coming from, and I think with you using the word making, in my mind, I hear cultivating because it's it, it sounds like the same thing. Like you can cultivate a a love with everyone you meet like with, literally yeah. you, you know even just having a conversation if they felt if they feel love in some sort of aspect not necessarily from you but you you bring up love 
out of themselves, like just by talking to them. That's like cultivating love. Turns out to yeah. be now it makes sense. It's all that hippie shit, and that's why they start having these orgies because they all feel this love for each other, and they're all about love, and they see it, they spread it, they're cultivating it, right? Yeah, but the, the, these these sexual encounters, what I got a power. It's a power move for me too, on some level, because my energy is is uh so refined that when I interact with another being of a uh, like like mind refinery, and and then that sexual act occurs, that's power that's being generated in that space, and that uh, you that these experiences can evolve you. Like if I have sex with somebody, it's gonna change their whole life. Because of the codes that I have. I just said that to someone today. The codes. Just said that to someone today. That's crazy. Straight up. I don't ever talk about my sex game. I just let it happen. And well, I'm not, I'm yeah, not talking they... about the, the, the sex game aspect. I'm talking about the actual uh, occurrence that's going to happen. You're literally going to be changed. No matter what it is. The... I mean, man. There's there's so... like I, I was kind of I was kind of getting deep into like different um more spiritual sex is how i look at it now where what if you and your partner meditate before sex or what if you and your partner stare stare at each other's eyes for 10 for 10 straight minutes and don't say anything before sex what if you and your partner have uh go on a a a vegan vegan (laughs) (laughs) what what if y'all do a, a yeah. vegan detox for 10 days before you have sex so you're you both know your systems are so like are purely clean like freshly clean you both you talking that uh, talk, girl. so like <laughs> so it's like but these are all like i mean actually not okay the the staring at each other's eyes and the meditation those do have some spiritual aspects but like it's it's not just like oh you're turning him on she's turning uh you turn her on it is you all are building each other's energy before you do it you know yeah. so it's not like pent up just oh uh, like um i'm horny it's like my spirit feels yeah. better with this we were we're making a bond and it's really someone you should, you should pro- i'm not saying how you should or should not do it but if you're gonna do it with someone you know and you're not gonna be together i, I feel like when that bond you know when you guys are no longer together that bond might be it might hurt a little bit more because you guys did cultivate something that most people normally don't cultivate together on the, from a spiritual aspect. Okay. Yeah. Chaz, you want to say? Yeah. Yeah. You, you could definitely, um, you can make the whole day about sacred sexuality. You could build up all the way up to the evening. Like you could, you know, you could wake up together and have breakfast together. You could cook for, you know, like, just give her that eye contact throughout the day while you guys are spending time together, you know, little, little eye, eye gazing or like, just like, you know, going to the, to the restaurant and y'all like just giggling and shit. Like all this stuff is sexual. It really is like y'all, you know, y'all go to, to, uh, to the park, you go, you work out together or something and just like, kind of just like cheer each other on, have that companionship, have that commitment as well as the, uh, the passion as well. Um, by the time y'all get home and like, you know, y'all have ate dinner and everything. And then now like y'all in the bedroom, all of that, that whole entire day y'all spent is literally was cultivated energy of like kindling that flame. Right. And so, and if you both are like healthy and you both have been working out and you guys stretch, you flexible and like, 
you you guys uh, do proper breath work like your your breathing alone is disciplined when it comes to you guys like merging energies it's going to be um sheer bliss like it's gonna be nirvana like you, you guys are gonna be able to like circulate the energy from 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 your you, you know from your root of your being through your crown to her crown like it's gonna the energy is gonna start to circulate and that'll actually it's a waterfall um that'll be <laughs> it's a waterfall yeah. <laughs> it and, is uh, oh my god that's so easy. Oh, that that part so that part for sure it is definitely a waterfall for sure I, I read about this stuff a lot, so I, I I love I love this topic. I was shocked when it happened. I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Couldn't control it. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's what I'm saying, Chaz. Like, and I only really learned a lot about cultivating energy through the re- through the retention. So I'm like, "Huh, this is an example of cultivating energy." But there are a plethora of examples of cultivating energy, and I'm just cultivating my energy. What if she's cultivating her energy, and then we bring it together? So, so it's like, you know, it, that's why it kind of takes me away from, like, I'm less interested in the casual sex and more interested in the, in the deeper sex. But it would, it's also, you know, I feel, what do you call it, uh, less authentic if I don't do it with someone who I feel like I should be with long term. So that's just kind of, you know, polarizing yeah, for me. Connection, that chemistry, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, there's always availability. There's always that, like you know, someone you just hit up, whatever, but it's kind of, it feels meaningless. Like the soul is not involved. It's just like, but I don't, I long-term, I don't know, man, I don't know anything about long-term in general, just life. I don't know anything about long-term. I know I love myself and I know we're all growing we're all healing. And it, I don't want to fall to that. Um, I believe it might be a trap for me, at least the way I'm seeing it, this current um, phase of my life that like, yo, something is forever. You know what I'm saying? There are some bonds in my life that are forever, but um, I don't know. I don't know if I could say that I'll meet someone and be with them forever, like that sea turtle stuff. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a sea turtle in this life, <laughs> but you know, you know what? It could be though, because I am forever love, and I do feel love for everyone. And um, yeah, I'm figuring that out. What I'm looking to put into the space is that uh, I recognize that we're like neurons in a brain. And the more sexual we are, so to speak, you know what I mean? I'm talking about uh, the sexual energy that's flowing through our bodies at the at the every moment. I can't turn it off. Yeah, Sexiness good. is everything. It's like just being. Hello? Yes. Self. Fuck yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would I would go as far as saying that uh, sex in and of itself is intelligent. You know, That's right. you could be the most beautiful human being in the world. And if I meet you and you can't keep up with my mind or you can't stimulate my mind or, or you know, show any sign of intelligence coming from your gut, your heart or your brain, I'm, I'm not I'm not going to really spend much time with you. I'm not going to judge you or anything. But for me, sexy is 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 intelligence. It's just overall intelligence. Yeah, you know, being able to communicate. I think sex is communication, like being able to have that energy exchange of like, can we have a conversation? Can can we both, uh, you know, can we both like actually have a, a long conversation? Because there's a lot of guys out there um, and, you know, and women as well, respectively, that they, you know, sometimes they can't, they can't hang in a conversation or they run out of topics or they might get shy or, you know, things like that. So 
I think I think with that being said, sex sexy is also confidence as well. Like being able to talk to to you know like anyone, um, knowing your boundaries, and at the same time just showing up as yourself, not necessarily giving a fuck about um, you know what other people think about you, and also just not being afraid to express yourself. Like if you really feel like saying something and you want to say it to her, or if she wants to say it to him, then say it. Like don't hold back. Like there's a lot of guys out there that probably have missed their shot. They probably were like looking at the girl, you know, um, oh, you know, getting, getting like, you know, in the, in public, like they were looking at her, like buying her coffee and they're like, damn, like she's so beautiful. I really want to say what's up to her, but damn, I just feel like out of her league or like they say some shit that like totally just keeps them from that opportunity. But it's like, if you really feel it in you, don't second guess that shit. That's like literally your inner voice saying like, bro, like, express yourself like you got this shit <laughs> express Sexy as fuck. yeah you know it just reminds me of this last experience that i had actually not last but one of these experiences i had recently um in manhattan you know i met this um this woman you know she's gorgeous like literally like gorgeous but like there's no there's nothing deep about it it just feels exactly the way it looks like it looks good on paper there's just no depth. And I, you know, I thought it would feel amazing and I went through it and it was just like, yo, I felt, I felt so empty after it. And um, yeah, man, like anytime I do connect with someone, it has to be something deep. There has to be something like, I was like, I, I'm over that. Like my, my life, it, it's, I, my energy is precious to me and I don't want to just spend it on some like meaningless, boring shit. Like, you know, it can be amazing, but it, if it's like, there's no depth to it, there's no connection. It's just going to leave me feeling empty. How did that person mirror you? Like, what's your lesson from that, you know? I mean, I'm just thinking about it right now, like, real time. She popped into my mind because um, she flies all over the world on these crazy trips. Um, like, yeah, I don't even know. Like, it, I, I still don't get it because I'm supposed to connect with her again, but I just haven't felt the need to reach out to back, reach back to her. Um, it felt like it was just a lesson that, you know what? Just because things look a certain way, it ain't going to make you feel a certain way. And I think that is um, the lesson of what is real beauty and what is real love. It is not a, um, I don't think it's a physical thing. I think it's really a, a soul thing for me at least. I want your soul. <laughs> God damn, Zoe. <laughs> so it's like, I'm going to take all that shit. On some level, I feel like um, our expression, the way people perceive us, is relative to the quality of our soul's uh, ability to vibrate. You see what I'm saying? Yep. See, yep. <laughs> Valia, would you like to chime in? Yeah, Valia. Valia. I think she's on the phone, no? Yoo-hoo. Valia, are you there? Nope. Yeah, I really feel that. Like, it's just that it's like every person and every being we interact with reflects that that opportunity to learn about ourselves. Oh, and then I, I, like, conceptualize it as, like, embodied sex. So, like, I used to leave my body when I would have sex with people. And that was kind of the phase that I was not really aware of, like, my body and, and how I own it. 
it's mine. Um, and so, Zoe, I feel you when it's like, there doesn't have to be a, like a, you don't have to pick that person for forever, but there is like so much power in, in feeling authentic afterwards. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I definitely, Chaz is sexy when he talks, <laughs> especially about this shit, because it's real. Like yeah. breathing during sex, like I stop breathing. It's 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 crazy. Got to get that mind and body connected, cause that's spirit. I mean, Chad, yeah, you're I was single. Just say word up. He's you're single? single. Yes, I'm single. Yeah. You saving that energy for the special one. <laughs> Yeah, for for uh, a goddess. Yeah, for a goddess. Um, I like. I'm really building myself up right now. Um, it's been like she, she's she's lucky, right? Whoever um, that's gonna be. I'm saying have a good time. Divine masculinity. It's. It's yeah. It's gonna be. It's gonna be lit. It's gonna be lit. That's for sure. Um, I'm I'm excited. <laughs> I'm like literally holding in mics. So I'm not trying to express it to the full spectrum, but. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely tapped in, like learning about uh, tantra, sacred sexuality. There's also something I'm looking into called eternal life sexuality, which is like something new I came across. Am I pass it's, out? Uh, supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> so you're killing me. There's just a lot of stuff that really ties into this that everyone can um, benefit from. Like you, you know, like working out breath work eating healthier um you know all this stuff amplifies uh sex as well like even just um being in the sun um yeah and and when you're and when you when you when you like actually go to have it like for real for real you're supposed to leave energized you're not supposed to have sex and be like oh fuck i'm tired that's how you know that that shit wasn't good like you're supposed a cup of coffee you're supposed to leave like Yes. <laughs> oh my god! That is funny. Yo, my sister called me that. the other day. Yeah, she's like, she's like, I masturbated for the first time. I finally made myself come. I feel like I just took an Adderall, and I was like, oh my god, that is amazing. So that just reminded me of that. <laughs> I have never been that close to my sister. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we're like recently talking about sex, but oh, okay. I'm like pro masturbation and with females because a lot of us don't, we don't like learn about our own. Yeah, I talk about that with my friends. But you know what, y'all like sisters, so y'all can talk to each other. Yeah. There is something I wanted to share, though. Um, it came to mind and I don't know um, who it's for, but what is meant for you will reach you even if it is beneath two mountains and what isn't meant for you or will not reach you even it's be- even if it's between your two lips so some came to mind you say something about going into between two lips <laughs> yes that's what I, that's where my head went i was like yo, yo. <laughs> like <laughs> I was right there with like, you. Like, so, I, you know, right, at least we know um, what we are all um, looking or maybe um, searching for or inviting in. So um, I did not know this feeling until today, until I, I hopped on this uh, call with you guys. So that is interesting.
Thank you for the vibrational healing. Y'all, I love vibrations. Like, I mean, because everything's vibration, right? Everything is frequency. Because, um, like, sometimes when I go outside, I'll go into the forest, like, in the middle of the forest at nighttime. Mo most people will probably be scared shitting their pants, but I'm just, like, for some reason, I just love that shit. Um, I'll just sit there, right? And then I'll just be surrounded by high frequency, by the cicadas, by the birds, and they're all making these high-pitched noises, and I'm just soaking it all up. Like, all this shit is entering my DNA. I feel like I'm healing. And then what I do is I start joining them, right? I start joining the vibration. I start chanting mantra. And what mantra is, for those of you who don't know, it's just like um, certain words in Sanskrit that you, you chant. And um, these words are like powerful vibrations that begin to heal you on levels that are just spiritual, mental, and physical. And so like, I'll just start chanting. Um, I'll, be, I'll be out there for like 30 minutes, probably just doing it straight, just keep chanting, like, and then... Um, when I when I when I'm done and I'm walking into my house, I'm just like I just feel so much lighter, feel more like vibrant, and um, I'm even reading that sometimes people do that before they even have uh, they have sex because it actually like it it brings them attunement like vibrationally, like they feel energized and they feel just like ready to um, basically just do anything creative. And with sex, that is definitely something that's creative, but even if you weren't to have sex and went to go do something else that creative, like make a song or a draw painting or, um, you know, like just, just uh, manage your business, whatever create creative endeavor it is, you could, you would be like grounded and focused to get that shit done. Cause you would be like, yo, I just meditated, did a bunch of chanting. Now I could, now I could tackle that creative project or that collaboration. Um, but yeah, that, that vibration is everything for sure. Can I ask you a question, vibration. Oh, sorry. I interrupted you. I have a yeah, question about the forest because when you started talking about that, I started to get so scared in my stomach, you know, like, oh my God, that's my biggest fear. And I'm wondering, what do you, what, what shadow or like what aspects of the shadow do you think that fear that I have of dark woods, which is like my number one fear, um, what do you think that speaks to? Um, and speak freely because... I'm super curious. Can you can you say the question again, please? Yeah. So, like, I know that whoa, I almost just fell out of my chair. Um, I know that like a lot of fears are you know rooted in shadows, which can be overcome. And so, when you're describing the forest, I'm like, this is terrifying. But then I was like, okay, this might be an opportunity to understand, you know, because clearly this is something you do, and, and like it brings you an energy you know so what is the like the shadow of that energy i'm like i just smoked a little weed so i'm kind of high now well this is just me like i feel that the universe in and of itself is divine feminine right divine feminine energy the un we're in a feminine universe you know um so that being said um every moment is of the mom we look at the word moment you see the word mom. So everything's of the divine feminine in this universe. Of course, there's a divine masculine in there because that's the seed. But the divine feminine is the womb. So we are in a womb-averse. Everything comes from the womb. 
So when I go outside and I go into the forest, and I, 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 I'm, 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 I'm in the womb. I'm in the womb verse. Like I'm in the womb. I'm in the divine feminine. I'm amongst the divine feminine energy that pervades all of reality on this plane. So I don't get scared wow. because I'm like, I start thinking like, oh, Mother Earth, um, you know, darkness, being from the womb, uh, you know, just being being able to embrace the darkness, the unknown, uh, and how beautiful that is, and. Um, yeah, and that's when I start chanting and I start taking in all these high frequencies because then I feel like that's when I'm I'm bringing the light. You know what I'm saying? That's where the that's where the moon comes in, right? Because when we're at, when we go at nighttime and it's really dark, well, there's the moon. You know, that's the the all pervading light at nighttime. So I really feel like I'm I'm sort of like being my own moon when 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 I'm out there. I'm like shining my own light in the darkness. So I'm like bringing like light to the darkness so i feel like i'm finding balance when i go out there so i don't i don't ever feel scared because i know i'm out there for a purpose and that's just to heal wait go out where what are, what are we talking about Chaz said earlier oh, that he forest. spends time in the darkness yeah in like a dark oh. forest um and that's something You're really scary me. to me but what yeah. you said Chaz. It makes a lot of sense in terms of like my relationship with my mom and my womb and like thank you. Gosh, you're Yeah, I just I mean I just acknowledge nature is is uh it's natural, like like we are of nature, um our bodies at least. Um our physical bodies. And so yeah, I mean especially where I'm at, it's kind of like I'm surrounded by the forest, so, but I, I like my neighbors aren't that they're they're quite a ways from me, so I actually have like privacy, you know what I'm saying? So I could just go out and just I could meditate and like I could start chanting like super loud, no one's gonna give a shit. So it's I don't I'm not scared for many reasons because I know no one's really out there. <laughs> it's just me out there, so um, it's pretty cool. Did y'all see that video where the cops? were outside in the forest um they had just checking around and then someone screamed and they ran off spooky creatures and beings in the forest are like yeah banshee right anything i mean anything my creative ass mind wants to like think of but there is so much power in overcoming that fear and i also grew up like right next to the creek that the donner party happened on so that shit was crazy Yo, I'm not going to front. Sometimes when I'm out there and I'm doing my chanting in, in nature, because like I'm doing some serious chanting, like I'm I'm out there, I'm like, um, and I'm doing this for like 30 minutes, right? And like, I'll get to a point where I start looking around. I'm like, yo, I'm surprised no alien has come, ha- has pulled up on me in their UFO and started meditating with me. Like, I'm surprised no aliens have pulled up on me because I'm doing some out-of-the-world shit right now. <laughs> I mean, that's like, that's the fear, you know? <laughs> it's like, what kind of Bigfoot, skin-walking type of creature is going to come for me? But that's the power of perception, right? It's yes. where you. It's what you focus on. Real. Because you, you said the alien's gonna meditate with you. I was like, that motherfucker would make it perfectly yeah. like not scary. 
Yeah, because because I would because you know, I would attract that. I wouldn't mind because I put my perception there. Like I I laugh about it. Like oh wow, like it would be funny if an alien pulled up in me in a UFO and joined me in meditation because that's essentially something I would not be afraid of. Like genuinely, like um. So that's that's I think of funny things like that. So I don't think of it like oh the you know the gray aliens are gonna come and they're gonna like they're gonna snatch my ass and they're gonna you know whatever whatever this shit, like case may be but i think of like really light-hearted funny things like when i'm out there in the dark because you know i've i've i mean i've i've i know what it's like uh have you asked like living outside ghost? in the desert no have you asked the ghost have to I... show itself <laughs> yeah i i used to um i used to go ghost hunting and paranormal investigating with the homies back in the day and um so yeah, i've had experiences like that for sure <laughs> yeah just being just being curious and shit too curious it's like right? they say though you know curiosity <laughs> killed the cat mm-hmm. or they also yeah. say fuck around and find out yeah when i moved to colorado it was like oh oh it's everywhere everywhere and then i had I to go to love the- all of us to like get a cabin me too come to colorado everyone <laughs> Right. Real. A cabin. A cabin in the woods. What do you say, Jack? Put in on a cabin. You guys, um, we all sign an NDA form, okay? Because I'm. <laughs> <laughs> Word. It never happened, right, you guys? It never. Straight up. What do you say, Jess? Yeah. Um. Uh, Virginia. Um. An hour away from Richmond. So I'm like, yeah, in the country. What's up? I'm not from Virginia, though. I want to make it known that I'm from California. I'm, I'm, a, yeah, but from he's California. from SoCal, so less cool than NorCal. How long have you been so um, in tune, like your picture, Chaz? Um, probably since 2000 and. 2017 because i went through i went through a lot from 2013 to 2017 because i was living outside in the middle of the desert in cali i was living at this uh this concrete pool it was like a skateboarding pool and i slept underneath a tree and i was um i lived there (laughs) for about like a year and a half and i was like yeah, I went through a lot because I, ha- I met a lot of people and I was going to a lot of parties and, um, yeah, I was sleeping with a lot of women and doing a lot of drugs. And then, like, it got, I got to a point where I, I crashed and burned. And this was essentially, like, the beginning of my spiritual awakening was, like, do I want to keep doing this shit or do I want to fucking, like, <laughs> do I want to fucking love myself and, like, figure this shit out? Like, figure out how I could turn this shit into positivity. So, yeah, like, um, I've been like, I've been just to answer your question, keep it brief. I've been like this since probably like 2017, really been on my own spiritual tip of just like studying health, wealth, knowledge of self, um, esoteric knowledge, ancient civilizations, uh, religions, um, health. Oh, I said health, but yeah, love and happiness, all the, all these different, uh, things. I, I love, I love words too. So like, yeah, I really love words. I'm a freestyle hip hop head. I like to play beats and start rapping. I love etymology, um, magic, how words have power, and 
I can keep going on and on. I just love words. And so, yeah. Chaz has bars. Like, serious bars when he freestyles, yeah. I'm so mm-hmm. done with you, Moon. <laughs> <laughs> Moon, you're my you're my hype girl. I yeah, love Yeah, she's a hype girl. That's oh, yeah, that. she's hyping. She's hyping you up. She's a hype, hype girl. You know, gotta give love. What was I going to say? Um, we could do a couple of rooms with you, Chaz, and you could break down words for us. Yeah, for sure. I'd love to do that. Um, yeah, just let, you know, tap in with me, send me back channel or, you know, schedule a room, make me how co-host or, or just invite me. I mean, however, Yeah. We'll how, did, you, did you ask how old am I? Yeah. Oh, um, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm 28. How old, how old are you? Oh, nice. We're all like the similar ages. I'm 29. Moon phase, you're 25? 26. Okay. Where's that? Age is just a number. <laughs> 90s, baby. Yep, straight up. 93 till infinity. <laughs> 91 for me. 91, 92, 93. Yeah, good years. But yeah, bro. Um, I fucking love knowledge. You know, I've been looking to understand words for a minute now, so. Yeah, right quick. I've been a bit me tremendously. Uh, I was going to ask, um, yeah, look, I'm going to stop sure, recording brother. the room now because I'm going to get off my PC because I'm, you know, I just want to chill with my phone, dog. <laughs> um, so I'm going to stop this. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah, no, you're good, bro. 